thank you for being here. I'm so happy that you guys are here. I am your host, Winnie, and I would like to deeply welcome you guys to my podcast, Yin Cha, where we drink tea and we chit chat. In this podcast, I'm going to share my life experiences, beliefs, and values of the Chinese culture. The biggest problem was being different. Growing up, I was bullied for being Asian, my skin color, and how I looked. These kids said all kinds of racist comments and stereotypes, but I ignored them. It wasn't until I matured that I began to appreciate my Chinese roots and my cultural heritage. So you might be wondering, well, what gives me the right to teach this? I have studied Chinese for 10 years, allowing me to gain knowledge about the origin, literature, philosophy, and history of one of the world's oldest civilizations. Moving forward, as we get to know each other, we drink tea, I want you guys to know that there are three important pillars that my podcast follows. Honesty, appreciation of others' culture, and inclusivity for all. If you are interested in a challenge, then what I would like for you to do is take a risk today. Whether that is trying a new food for the first time or learning about a new culture, be curious, my friends, and have an open mind to new experiences. I invite you to leave your comfort zone and enter your growth zone. Welcome to the number one chill spot. It's great to have you here to show gratitude. If you haven't gotten your tea, get your tea while I get my tea and we'll bring our tea together. And I'm so excited you're here with me today and you're enjoying this cup of tea together. We're vibing. Today's proverb of the day is Tian Sheng Yi Dui or Tin Sheng Ya Dui, a match made in heaven, a perfect couple. That's going to be relevant in today's episode. Before we get started into the topic, I really wanted to explain that there are differences in religions with every culture. There are some religions that are polytheistic, and then there are some religions that are monotheistic. Polytheism is the worship of numerous gods or deities. The polytheistic religions include Hinduism, Shintoism, Taoism, and a lot of the African religions where it's numerous gods. For the sake of today's episode, I'll be discussing the Chinese folk religion as it ties back to our problems of the day. In ancient China, there were over 200 gods and goddesses as each town or city had its own Tu, Di, Gong, or Earth Spirit. Each gods were believed to have created the world, then they take form in classifications based on influences from Taoism, Buddhism, Confucianism. Each god and goddess is divine. These gods have their own special skill of power and influence in the material and spiritual worlds. God, Tian, the first character of our proverb today, is that force. He was the force of heaven and order. He was responsible for the creation of Chinese gods and goddesses occupying heaven. The highest Chinese gods on the hierarchy of Chinese mythology are the gods of heaven first, followed by gods of human virtues and crafts, followed by the gods of animals, and followed by gods of agriculture. And so typically the gods lived in places in the mountains, and they were each given their own temples. 
although they live far away from human civilization, remember, they have the special ability to watch over the people and pay attention to the good and bad deeds that people were doing. Today, I will be sharing the three sacred Chinese goddesses. In the last episode, we did talk about the Chinese emperors. I want to give the female an opportunity to shine because goddesses are beautiful. They're unique in their own way. The first goddess is Xi Wang Mu, and she is known as the Queen Mother of the West. She was the wife of Jade Emperor. She is the highest and the most powerful goddess. People often refer to her as a Chinese mother. She has the power to control all the female gods. She has complete control on life, immortality, and longevity. She became the first supreme goddess incorporated into Taoism. The early Chinese texts, people often described her as a wild and beast-like demonic figure who was using her power to bad use. If you guys watch Spider-Man, what does the uncle say to Peter? With great power comes great responsibility. So she was this beautiful woman with a leopard tail and tiger teeth, but she had her aggressive side. She also had the power to howl. Nonetheless, she rewards her followers with eternal life to bless the good men and women who do good deeds for others. Punish those who disobey her. Anyone who wished to become immortal and enter the heavens must see the Queen Mother of the West. She owns a heavenly peach orchard and magic peach trees would grow. The peach ripens every 3,000 years. This peach that she owned has the ability to make people live forever. Great power comes great responsibility. Do right by people. Our second Chinese goddess for today is Guan Ying or Gunyam. And she's known as the Chinese goddess of mercy and compassion. Gunyam translates to the one who hears the cries of the world. So like all gods, they have their virtues. Gunyam's virtues, they are love, courage, kindness, justice, and wisdom. In paintings and Chinese statues, you often see her sitting on a lotus. The lotus is actually commonly used in Chinese culture. Lotus symbolizes purity, peace, harmony, and she is wearing a white robe, holding a vase on her left hand, and this is sacred water. This source of life is capable of relieving the distressed and helping those who are suffering. On her right hand is willow branches used to sprinkle the divine water. Willow branches are resilient and they are capable of bending without breaking. When I was visiting a temple in Chinatown, I remember seeing Guan Yum had a lot of arms. After thorough research, Guan Yum vowed to never rest until she had freed all human beings from reincarnation. She realized that there were many unhappy beings that were yet to be saved. So Buddha gave her 11 heads to hear the cries of the sufferings of people. Yet with the needs of so many, her arms shattered. Buddha gave her a thousand arms and thousand eyes to help those in need, showing her that she's powerless, she's limitless, but she uses her powers for good. She is a loving mother figure, responsible for looking in all directions. Our third goddess is Chang'e, the Chinese goddess of the moon. She was the wife of Hou Yi, a mythical archer god in ancient China. He was tasked to shoot 10 suns, S-U-N-S. Having only shot nine out of the ten, he needed an elixir of immortality. Unfortunately, Chang'e betrayed him by stealing this elixir of immortality 
that was given from the Queen Mother of the West, the first goddess. Because she consumed it, she ascended to the Moon Palace. Her story is celebrated in the traditional Chinese Mid-Autumn Festival. To give a brief background, Chinese people will eat mooncakes and stare at the full moon in hopes of seeing her. I would like to briefly share something that I thought was interesting as I was researching. In the Chinese culture, the goddess Unyam is a divine figure with attributes of compassion and mercy. This reminded me of a similar divine figure in Western Christianity known as Virgin Mary. Virgin Mary is Jesus Christ's mother. And from my knowledge of Gothic art, the painting of Madonna and Child depicts Virgin Mary with baby Jesus. And she emphasizes her role as a loving mother figure. She is the protector, similar to Gunyam, because they both have the ability to hear the cries of those suffering and in need, regardless of someone's age, gender, religion, background. They both share divine maternal compassion for humankind, and that in of itself is the greatest gift. They use their power for good. With great power comes great responsibility. So to wrap this episode up, when we talk about divinity, we think about this monotheistic idea of God as he is known as the creator of the world. God is a monotheistic religion. He is the creator of the world and humanity. In the Chinese culture, we are polytheistic and we believe that each god and goddesses manifest the way of heaven. Tian, this is the highest form of divinity and each gods and goddesses each serve a purpose. In this episode, I talked about the Chinese goddesses like Si, Wang, Mu, Chang, E, and Guan Ying's loving matriarchal role similar to Virgin Mary's. They both play a big part of mythology and religion. They are the embodiment of kindness, mercy, courage, love, and immortality. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and let me know what you guys think in the comments below. With that said, I will see you on the other side.